Hello and welcome to Egg Meat Sperm. In this podcast, we cover everything from fertility, vitality, to humanity. This podcast is all about how the body, mind, and spirit integrate, how the masculine meets the feminine, and how we can integrate the many sides of ourselves to live our fullest potential, and in the process to optimize our fertility and have the family that we've always dreamed of. I'm your host, Dr. Omama. In this season of Egg Meat Sperm, we focus on how the body is consistently talking to us. It's sending us signals about what's happening and how, if we're listening and paying attention, we can help our bodies heal and feel empowered to have our best and optimal fertility. Today, we're talking to Dr. Marisa Snyder. Um, She is a passionate wellness practitioner and a public speaker with over eight years of experience focusing on women's hormones, and menopause health. Dr. Marisa leads a community of women who educate about nutrition, detox programs, self-care rituals, and essential oils. She graduated from Life Chiropractic College West in 2008, and she has a background also in biochemistry and certifications in nutrition and aromatherapy. Dr. Marisa became passionate about women's health after her, her own health crisis. Through functional medicine, whole foods, and self-care practices, she was able to heal her adrenal dysregulation, fatigue, and chronic migraines related to hormonal imbalance. Dr. Marisa is a a well-recognized author. Um, She has six books, uh, The Dash Diet Cookbook, which was featured on Dr. Oz, her Low Glycemic Index Slow Cooker, The Antioxidant Counter, the Water Infusion Detox book, and The Matcha Miracle. Her, she just finished her sixth book, which is The Smart Mom's Guide to Essential Oils. You can check out her website, drmarisa.com, for hormone, women's hormones, menopause tips, including recipes and remedies. Uh, Dr. Marisa, so glad to have you here today. Welcome. Thank you. So much for having me. I'm so excited to talk about this subject today. I am really excited to have you. And I think that what what I was really excited about when I first came across you was this idea of like integrating self-care into your wellness, right? So tell you want to tell me a little bit about what was your what was your crisis and how did you get into the things that you're doing now? Well, the one thing I could tell you is I had no self-care involved <laughs> at the time. I didn't realize that we as women, we got to participate in self-care. It mm-hmm. didn't seem like something that we were allowed to do. Um, growing up, you know, I come from a lineage of hormone chaos. My mom had hormone issues. My grandmother had hormone mm-hmm. issues. And I don't think that they really knew what was happening to their bodies. I feel like that conversation had been taboo for so many years. And surely when I started to figure out what was happening with my mom was around the same time I was starting to experience these symptoms, kind of I call them messages. My body was telling me something. But fast forward five years, right? And not listening to any of that, just kind of kind of figuring things out. And I remember one day I woke up after, you know, a full eight hours of sleep and I literally could not lift my head off the pillow. And I couldn't figure out what was going on. Figure, well, realized after getting tested that I had flatlined with my adrenals. Um, I had chronic fatigue. I was exhausted. I was putting on weight. I had an estrogen dominance and um, I was stressed to the max. And, mm. and that really started to help basically 
create more and more migraines. I had chronic pain. It just all was adding up into this big ball of mess. Mm -hmm. And I had to do the one thing that I didn't want to do, which was take a step back and take care of myself. Mm -hmm. Because I think when I was growing up, I I watched my mom take care of so many other people. She was a single mom. But I, I figured out that the way that my worth was determined was by how I served other people. And, um, and so I just did that until I burned myself to the ground Mm -hmm. and it was a really hard lesson and a really phenomenal lesson to recognize that it was about taking care of me first Mm -hmm. so that I can continue to serve taking care of other people. Uh, Cause at that time I couldn't serve anybody. I couldn't Mm -hmm. even serve myself. And so that was a huge lesson for me and a lesson that I will never forget. Yeah, absolutely. And I like what you said that there were all these signs that your body was speaking to you and you didn't listen, didn't listen, didn't listen. Didn't so. listen, didn't listen. Yeah. <laughs> and our our podcast is called the Body Talks Podcast. And it's essentially this idea that our body's constantly talking to us. If, if we're able to tune in and listen, we can really transform our own wellness and well-being and, and move into a space of optimal health. Absolutely. I call that, like, I always call it the unexpected solution to self-healing is Mm self-awareness, like listening to our bodies. Mm -hmm. And we just flip the off switch all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm so grateful that you have this podcast because we need this message. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like, you know, if if even I can help 10% of the population connect more with themselves and their bodies and the constant feedback that we're getting, especially as women, I feel like we have that message um, frequently, but we are taught to turn it off because that's part of the, no, I'm taking care of everybody else. Um, and that becomes our priority rather than taking care of ourselves so that we can take care of other people. And I think when you put it in that realm, like I always like to remind women, cause I always feel like I don't have room for that. I feel guilty for that. Mm-hmm. I, I feel ashamed. I'm going to be made to feel guilty for that, that it's really about how you get to step up and be even even greater, serve even better than you had before when you've got the energy, when you've got the capacity and the vitality to do that. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I always like to flip it for women because I think that they think by taking care of themselves, it's just a very selfish thing to do. Mm-hmm. However, they don't recognize that it's really going to show up tenfold for every single person in their life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think that that like when you have that vitality, I, I think of it, especially for moms, you know, I, I know you work a lot with moms and like the energy of like, I have to take care of this baby with all my might. And yet they're wearing themselves out in the process. And the same is true. I work a lot with fertility and the couples that come to me, it's like most of these women are worn out, fatigued, um, and they're going through this like, well, I have to hold it all together. I have to figure out what's happening instead of like letting go and surrendering and and being able to have someone else take care of them, as well as this piece of integrating the self-care. Absolutely. Survival. Is, I mean, yeah. how do we make babies if we're in survival mode? <laughs> we, don't, <laughs> we don't. We don't. That's, I try to tell people that all the time. It's like fertility is nothing more than an outpouring of your vitality. Like if you have in, innate vitality, if you have energy and you're not in survival mode, really well put, um, then you will really be able to have 
the pregnancy be a byproduct of that. It's not like you shouldn't have to work at it. Yeah, will it? I will will it. So. Right, right. Yeah, and it doesn't work like that. I mean, it does for some people, but that's what Western medicine would like you to believe that Absolutely. it will. You can will it into existence. Yeah. And, and I had to let go of that a while ago. That whole oh. willing things to go, especially yeah. when you come to your body. Yeah, you know? yeah. So tell me about some self-care rituals that um, people might be able to integrate into their Absolutely. lives. Absolutely. So I like to break things up kind of, kind of, I mean, there's rituals that you can do throughout the day. And I think it's really important to have some wonderful techniques because things come up during the day, right? I was on the phone with a, with a patient earlier today and she had a pretty intense panic attack um, and immediately went to the doctor and he's recommending Xanax. And she called me and she's like, Please tell me there's another way. There's another way that I can take care of myself that doesn't end up in utilizing this medication. And um, I had some wonderful techniques for her as well because, you know, there was some emotional stuff that she was dealing with. So I'll talk a little bit about some things we can do throughout the day if a situation happens where we feel anxious or panicky or um, because there's a lot of different ways that we can take care of our bodies so that doesn't mm-hmm. happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I usually recommend morning and evening rituals. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I know that those, it seems like, you know, both of those times of the day can be a little crazy, you know, trying to get everyone to bed, ourselves to bed, wrapping up the day mm-hmm. or in the morning. I don't, you know, a lot of people gotta are like, go, gotta me, go. Yeah, yeah. Are right around, like chickens with their heads cut off. And we're growing up with my mom. She never knew where her keys were every morning. <laughs> we were racing around the house looking for her keys and it was just mayhem. Yeah. And so I, you know, and I know for moms, it can be a little bit challenging cause you're up with the kids, but I always even recommend an extra 15 minutes before everyone else gets up and I usually have a little bit I call it the power 15 or it can be the power 10 or maybe if you're indulgent the power 30 you know depending (laughs) on what the time is but I'm usually recommending warm water with lemon Mm -hmm. right to reset the digestive Mm -hmm. system a gratitude journal whatever that journal may be I have actually have my journal on me um, and I love it and so just writing down all the things that you're excited about and grateful for through your day I really it's really hard to come from a place of emergency or survival when you are grateful for all of the wonderful things that we have in life. Mm-hmm. And I love using essential oils in this process. So mm-hmm. using like a, a citrus oil um, to kind of bring up that abundance. Mm-hmm. Um, wild orange is the oil of abundance. So my favorite oil to channel that during gratitude journaling. And we're talking about five yeah. minutes. And then maybe a couple yoga poses so you kind of get the body moving mm-hmm. in the day, like a sun salutation pose um, with a little bit of peppermint oil. And then the last thing I love to do is I love to really nourish the body. So a green smoothie. Um, I'm a major green smoothie girl because I, I love, I love, you know, I know how busy people can be. So I love creating habits that are efficient, you know, but still loving yourself. And so making a green smoothie takes five to seven minutes as well. And being able to get that good nutrition in there, I think is so key and important. And then the other thing is, you know, maybe a five minute meditation or a breathing exercise to really recenter the body, get into your breath. I think especially in the morning when we're able to center into our breath, we're able to really tackle the day in our own way of priority. I feel like the second you grab your phone and you start looking at your email, you start getting <laughs> into Facebook, you are now on somebody else's priority time. Like you are now responding to other people's priorities. 
and your time doesn't belong to you anymore. Mm. So that 15 minutes to really be about you and center about the things that you want to create for that day, I think it really sets the tone for less stress, mm -hmm. less anxiousness, um, a better digestive system so that your body is really flowing and really more energy throughout the mm. day. So I really like that. Yeah. I love that actually. The, the, the switch from you're, you're now on someone else's time. That just puts a whole different perspective. Even for me, like I wake up first thing in the morning I do is like, look at the phone. Right. And, um, yeah, that's, and, and I've found so many times that patients have emailed me in the middle of the night and it's like, Oh God, I better write this email back real quick. Right, and absolutely. I meditate every morning, but still like, that's, absolutely. You think about yeah. that, you'll, you don't know what's in the email box, right? You don't know if someone's having a moment. All of a sudden, now it's your moment, right? And all of a sudden, it's your cortisol levels going up or adrenaline because you feel the need as a doctor and as a woman to respond mm -hmm. and take care of this person. Yeah. But if you hadn't opened that yet, right? Because that email is going to be there. Right. Patient totally. It's going to sit there. <laughs> and it's not, not an emergency. <laughs> the world is not going to end. So I think that's so important to really own that time and own that space for yeah. yourself because then I feel like we really get the jump start that we deserve so I it's the emotion it's I spiritual physical um and the mental aspect but I mm -hmm. feel like you can really do that in 15 to 20 minutes awesome. and really sets the tone for the day yep. now at night a lot of people feel that once kids are in bed or you know once dinner's done it's time to get to work now time to do the things that I didn't have time to do before. And I really want to recommend that you save some time to really set yourself up for success for sleep. Because as we know, sleep is so critical for us to, to function, right? For our bodies to heal, our bodies to get back on sync. And so it could be... Um, you know, turning off all electronics an hour before bed. So I have a little timer that says everything goes off. The phone, the iPad, the everything. And our, our house is just wired with stuff, right? But all of it's got to shut off. Um, we use oils in a little diffuser, like lavender and vetiver. So they're going through the room. Takes two minutes to do that. Um, and I really set my set the tone for getting ready to go to bed. So when I am heading to bed, I am not racing into, I find so many of us are like running into the bed, like jumping in, right? No wonder we have all this mental chatter and all right. of these, the to-do lists and the, the worry and the anxiousness when we go to bed. And a lot of people are suffering from sleep issues because mm -hmm. they just can't shut it down. Right. So I love using oils, but if you're really trying to treat yourself, it could be it could be a scalp massage with lavender oil, mm -hmm. just rubbing it into the hair before going to bed. It could be a 15 to 20 minute bath mm -hmm. with um, with lavender, cedarwood, vetiver, clary sage. Um, really treat yourself. Or maybe it is just giving yourself a little, like a, like a massage, like a self-care massage for a couple of minutes. Or maybe someone else could give you a massage. Right. Make it your feet rubbed, I don't know. <laughs> right? And so these little things, one, it, it creates connection. But it also just slows things it helps down. Helps slow the nervous system down. And, yeah, yeah, and it doesn't require a lot. But this is time that you deserve. Because mm -hmm. if you're going to bed racing and you're waking up racing, it's it's a recipe for disaster. And right. that is how I operated for so many years. 
And I, I know the repercussions of those, of those results over mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, so those would be my, my rituals for morning and day. And then one of my favorites, I have a superwoman ritual because I feel like we get to own that power, right? Yeah. And it can happen any time <laughs> of the day. And so what I do is I'll go outside because it's, you can, it's easy to saunter outside, right? And there's nature everywhere. For me, I live right near a lake. And so I go outside and I get into my Wonder Woman stance, right? Hands right on the hips. <sighs> and I take three deep belly breaths and I just really take ownership into that space. And I, I know, especially when I'm kind of burned out, not burned out, but just been working too many hours, right? You need a break. That's going to be my favorite break. My favorite ritual is just to get recentered. And I feel like I get re-energized. And so instead of grabbing a coffee or a, a candy or whatever, whatever people grab at 3 p.m., I prefer to step outside for even four minutes, five minutes, reset, take a deep breath, enjoy nature, get some sunshine if the sun is out, mm-hmm. and then go back in and keep doing what I'm doing. Nice. So that's one of my favorite daily nice. during the day rituals. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Those some of those sound great. I'm like, ooh, yes, something I can integrate into my schedule. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah that's really lovely. Um why don't let's talk a little bit about the things that you could have been listening to that maybe you missed because I feel like hearing some of the signs often helps people be like oh yeah maybe I should pay attention to that Absolutely. so if you're if you don't mind if it's not too personal no uh, not, at all. <laughs> not at all I think one of the things you know I always notice and I still to this day we have it's those checks and balances listening to your body today mm-hmm. and are those same messages happening I mean my body chemistry is probably kind of similar to back then. So I'll begin to notice I will start getting tension headaches, mm-hmm. cervicogenic headaches to start climbing up here. And it'll just happen once every couple of weeks and then once a week. And then <laughs> I have to listen. I'm like, what's going on? This is typically a sign that something isn't right. Yeah. Um, I have also noticed that I'll start to put on weight um, a little bit. And I, I, I'm like, what am I doing differently? It's usually related to stress. Um, I've noticed also that I will get more irritable and more moody. I'll just get a little bit more, little snappity snappy. Mm-hmm. Like my girlfriend calls it snippity snappy. She's just <laughs> like, you know, you get that way. And it doesn't feel like for any particular reason, um, I start to feel a little bit of overwhelm, like my heart's fluttering. That's another sign mm-hmm. or indicator. Um, and I, I'll have a harder time falling asleep at night. Again, that yeah. mental chatter, if I'm not taking care of myself in that way. Right. So those are all typically, those were tall tell signs that something was not right for me. Mm-hmm. And those, some of those had been going on for quite some time. Like yeah. we think that it's just par for the course of being busy or being a mom or being a woman or whatever it may be, yeah. but it's not. Right. These are real we ca- kind of like write these signs off as like, oh yeah, it's okay. It's not that important. Or, oh, I'll just take an Advil, <laughs> you know? Oh, like... you, you, back in the day, you would hear them in my purse. I could jingle it, like, you know, because that was how I was operating. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'll just I'll just knock this out Make real it quick. go away. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think that everyone's body is different, so everyone's signs are going to be different. But I think it's just hearing that kind of awareness and, the, and like, picking up on the little things that we might experience from day to day. I know, like just yesterday, actually, I was on my computer like this all day and my neck and shoulders started hurting. And thank God for this friend that texted me and was like, let's go to a comedy show. And my instinct was like, no, I want to keep working. Um, 
but then some other part of me was like, I need to get out of this house. <laughs> like, yeah. I need to go do something that isn't this because I'm going to wake up with a serious headache in the morning. Absolutely. Um, and I'll also notice that women, like, you notice yourself sighing. Um, like, mm. you're sighing or taking deep breaths, you know, like, things like that. It's probably because you're kind of tired, you're a little overwhelmed, mm-hmm. right? I'll notice yeah. that for women. But you're yeah. right, signs are so different. When I call my mom, the first thing she says to me is that she's like, oh, my gosh, honey, I'm so tired. I'm like, mom, I've been hearing you tell me how tired you are for 20 years. Like, that is her default response to everything. Right. And she's an energizer buddy. And mind you, I think she's willing herself, right? But she always tells me, she's, I call her and she's like, how you doing, mom? And she's like, I'm tired. And I'm just like, you've got to change that conversation. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it becomes a default for some people. And, and I think that, like, as a healthcare practitioner, I feel like people will wait until they were, they're at the point of, I can't get out of bed anymore, or I can't do these things that I used to do, or I have a really tough time, like, going to work. Those are the things that, once it's seriously impacting their lives, they will come in to see a practitioner. But it's like, what well, we could have helped you in all of those years that those little signs were building up. And it's, it's kind of like Western medicine on one hand is great. And on the other hand is like, well, we don't want to see you until we have a diagnosis, until we have something that we can label. Well, but, they train us that way. Like, don't come and see us until you're super sick. Right. You know, absolutely. Right. Yeah. Versus like our functional medicine model is let's get you feeling amazing all the time. Like you can feel at 100% and live that way and, and use your self-care practices to sustain that lifestyle instead of working at 75%. Like just... What would it be like to be at 100? <laughs> What's so funny when I talk to patients and they're like, I, I feel healthy. I am healthy. I said, well, that's, that's actually my model. <laughs> I want to keep you feeling that vitality. I said, but everything, we, we got to work at that. We got to, it's daily practices. It's daily right. habits and rituals. But so oftentimes patients are like, well, I don't need, I don't need the nutrition. I don't need the supplements. I don't need any of this because I'm already healthy. I already feel great. Right. I'm like, well, I feel phenomenal, but I want to maintain this phenomenal right. as long as possible. So right. it's very much trying to create that mind shift. Well, and I love, uh, my patients are kind of funny. They come in like, I have infertility of five years, but I'm super healthy. No, you're not healthy if you're not able to conceive. Absolutely. And there has to be something, right? Something's not And And it's like, well, you've tried this thing. You've tried the Western medicine route. You've tried acupuncture. None of it has really worked. Let's actually try and figure out why you're not able to get pregnant. And then you, then I start asking them questions. And as soon as we get to the hormone stuff, it's like, yes, 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 yes. These are all symptoms I've had forever. And I'm like... Yeah, there's an imbalance. The hormones are way out of whack. Like, no, but my doctor said, you know, so it's this like really starting to have the awareness, I think, of what is happening under the surface that maybe isn't diagnosable as a disease, but is enough to tip us off to like, hey, there's something out of balance. Absolutely. Let's just... Let's just work on those things. 
And it's, you know, I love, I love the power of breath because I really feel like it tunes us in to really feeling what's going on. So anytime I'm, I, I start to notice something, mm-hmm. I just, bre- I just start breathing in. I take a couple moments to breathe and start listening because your body will literally tell you what's happening. You know, it's oftentimes it's stress. Oftentimes we're just doing too much. Like mm-hmm. you getting the rescue call yesterday, right? Someone else knew. Like, you need a break. We're going to the comedy show. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it is that like it, our priorities, right? Is in that moment, business became my priority rather than myself. And I was like, oh, I'm going to figure this thing out. And my head was going really fast. And it's just that, like, yeah, if I had, and I was really aware of it the whole time, you know, like I could feel my shoulders getting tenser and tenser. But it was that, it, it like we constantly have those choices. And um, we can choose to respond differently. Absolutely. Well, it's all a choice, right? You always get to choose in and choose out to what it is. Right. It's amazing. It doesn't take a lot to reset. That's what mm-hmm. I've learned too. Is you really, it doesn't take a lot to reset the system. You're not going to lose anything. <laughs> the, the world is not going to crash. Right. right? It's, it's going to be okay. And, yeah. and again, in, in the long run, it's going to be the better thing to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love it. So I know you have a book that just released or it's just about to release valentine's day very nice very nice um tell me more about the book absolutely so i love essential oils and the big reason why i love them is i think that they bridge the gap between the habits we want to create um and making them happy right because we all know we need to eat well we all know we need to exercise and take care of our bodies and 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 have emotional support and sleep well but we don't always tend to do that so i love that oils really help kind of bridge that gap so this particular book is on Smart Mom's Guide to Essential Oils. I've shared oils with over 50,000 women over the years, and they have so many questions as to, like, what do I do with these? Like, I don't even know what to do with these oils. I know enough to be dangerous. I think I know what lavender does. And so this book is literally a compendium of everything a smart mom would want or even a woman would want to know about how to get started to create a non-toxic, healthy family with these oils. So it goes to the 101, how to use them, my favorite top 25, and then there's recipes on everyday emergencies from owie blends to headaches to, to you know sore muscles, energy, focus, all of it. I cover the gamut of anything that could happen in the family. Then green cleaning, personal care. Uh, so all of the recipes you could ever want for those, so you can make over your house to be non-toxic and super functional. And then emotional support, and then it is specifically for moms too. So not only taking care of your family, but I needed to press upon taking care of the moms. Mm-hmm. So there's a chapter on self-care rituals with essential oils to help support those. Because sometimes you just need to grab an oil. And then the last chapter is on hormone support. So around mm-hmm. sleep, energy, libido, name it. I cover the gamut on really hormones awesome. as well. So I'm so excited. I'm I've written a lot of books, but this book is the most exciting book I've written because I just, it's got everything anyone would need to get started with their oil journey. Really awesome. Really awesome. Thank you for the amazing work that you have done and continue to do. And um, it's really great to have you on our show today. Thank you so much. I, it was such a pleasure to come on and to share share with you and to be so aligned on the same vision, right? <laughs> yes. Always great to meet like-minded. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Egg Meat Sperm. 
If you want more information about holistic fertility, pregnancy, or postpartum, go to www.holisticfertilitycenter.com. You can find us on social media through the links in the show notes below. And if you're trying to conceive, I would love to invite you to join our secret Facebook community called Positive Fertility, where the discussions are not about what you can't do, but about embracing your body and empowering your fertility. Again, I'm Dr. Omatma, and we'll see you next time.